You're listening to BNI, the Australian Story Podcast, brought to you by BNI Australia, Australia's largest business referral organisation. For more information how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lee Zamato and Brent Edwards. Welcome, everybody, to episode nine of BNI, the Australian Story. When relationships are more important than ever, BNI Australia is a powerful and collaborative business built on relationships, which are an essential part of any credible marketing strategy. And BNI in Australia is the way that we network as an organisation. Our service is designed to offer members the opportunity to create business relationships, share ideas, contacts, and most importantly, business referrals. Today, I'm here once again with our Executive Director, Mr. Brent Edwards. Thank you for the welcome, V. Great to be here again. Well, it's just a crazy time, Brent, and I know as our Executive Director in the uh, Melbourne South region here in Victoria, Australia, how are you managing it with all your chapters? All of our chapters went on to online, been online last week, so everything's been quite successful. We had a meeting today with our DNA team and those particular uh, those particular members of our uh, DNA team said everything ran fairly smoothly. There was a couple of little hiccups. But by and large, the members have accepted it and done a really great job with it. And I'm really proud of how the members have actually taken this up and converted across. So how do you think this will go when everything does go back to normal? And we know that at some point in time, things will become normal again. How do you think people are going to transition back to getting up in the morning and actually having to put some makeup on, do their hair, get dressed and turn up early for a meeting? Because at the moment, I know myself, I get to have a little bit of a sleep in, grab my coffee and have my meeting online. I think they'll be missing the cooked breakfast. I'm already missing the cooked breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but and a lot of them probably haven't got good coffee. But it can be said that some BNI groups haven't got good coffee anyway. But uh, you know, we'll be uh, yeah. You know, nothing beats face to face in reality. But uh, this is a temporary solution, and I think people will be glad to actually uh, get out of their houses when that time comes anyway. Yeah, I'm really excited to um, to hear from our, our guest today. Brent, would you like to introduce our very special guest here on Episode 9? Well, this is the biggest guest we've had out of uh, Australia already. So this is our National Director, Mr Frederick Marcoux, is joining us today. Wow, well, yeah, big round of applause. And uh, BNI's, been, uh, Frederick is a BNI National Director. He's been a uh, National Director since 2007. Now, BNI Australia currently has 6,300 members in 240-odd chapters, and those members actually pass over 300,000 referrals a year, and our network in Australia that Frederick manages passes half a billion dollars worth of business to each other each year. So mm. that's absolutely amazing, and that is growing every year, which uh, which what makes us so awesome. So welcome, Frederick. Welcome. Thank you so much for the opportunity, uh, guys. I- I'm delighted to be here this morning. So we ask all our guests on the podcast, Frederick, how did you find out about BNI? Because a lot of people have come from the BNI member ranks, but you yourself, uh, you weren't, and you've uh, stepped straight into the national director role. So a lot of people may not know your background and your relationship with this. Well, what happened uh, was my my dad actually moved from Canada. Uh, to Australia, and and at first he uh, he, he was uh, dead set on on being retired, but he decided to um, to 
to get back to work and um, and um, and he needed to build his own network. So he read one of Ivan's books and went to the end of the book and um, and you know decided to call the national director at the time and to say, hey, look, I want to join a chapter. And of course, there was none in Perth back then. And uh, so he went off and he started 30 chapters. What? Wow. Yeah. That's right. He People uh, find it hard to launch one. <laughs> he went out and started thirty in three years, so less than three years, and and uh, it was an amazing time. He had never had so much fun in his life. I was quite jealous about what he was doing, <laughs> uh, and uh, so that's how I found out about it. So incredible. Let's describe your first meeting and what really blew you away about what we do. So, um, well. This was my dad's thing, so I was, you know, staying away from 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 it. I, I just want I was helping him. I, I got to find out about the business, but you know, it was his thing, and uh, I was doing my thing. But um, eventually, I went to my first meeting, and I remember, I remember very clearly. I, I it was at BNI Leading Edge, at Kalis. It was upstairs in, in this facility that was that had been purpose built for BNI. That's how that's how powerful BNI. Uh, you know, was or is down there. Anyway, so I, I walked into this room, and the and and the visitor host took me aside. His name's Hank. I still remember his name. Uh, he's an action coach, Hank. And um, yeah, so he walked me through the whole process. And what 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 me the most, what amazed me the most, was that by the end of the meeting, I just wanted to pass referrals to everybody. I'm thinking, how did you guys do that? Amazing. Yeah, the, that's fantastic. So, Frederick, what is the one thing that really blew you away when you attended your first meeting? I was very impressed with uh, the visitor hosting. Uh, they made me really feel comfortable. Um, Hank, uh, I, I still remember Hank's name. You know, he, he, he walked me through the, 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 the meeting process. It was, very, it was very formal, and yet it made me feel comfortable. So I've always remembered that. And the other thing I remembered was how organized the meeting was. It was very structured. There was a timer. It was rapid paced. It was, and then by the end, I would just wanted to pass referrals to everybody. I just, I thought, <laughs> how do you guys do that? <laughs> so the excitement was really, um, you know, as contagious as what we're discovering at the moment that's out there. But inside a BNI meeting, that energy is really contagious, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, you know, for many people, it's it's a great time to to get together with their 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 business associates, and and uh, it's it's a bit of a celebration of of what we do and how we help each other. And um, for many people, it's the best you know meeting of the week. Yeah. So, um, your business at the time was taking you traveling around the world. What was the sort of timeline from you visiting your first meeting to the point where, hey, there's an opportunity here to buy the country, the franchise for the country. So, so what happened was uh, I was I was actually I was actually secretly for, for two years I was thinking how am I going to get involved in this company I want to get involved in this organization I, I you know I, w I was in a professional services firm I was a national I was a partner of a national you know firm and and uh, it was killing me um, and I just wanted to get involved but I just didn't want to work for my dad and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and so I was just trying to figure it out. And, and, and then one day at dinner, my dad said, 
hey, Frederick, uh, B&I Australia is for sale. Are you interested? And it was like I dropped my fork and I went, are you kidding me? Absolutely, I'm interested. So the very next day, I was on the phone to the former national director um, and and uh, I, I started uh, the process of buying the company that day. Um, and yeah, uh, yeah um, I haven't looked back. It's It's been... It's been a great experience, and uh, I'm really proud of uh, what's, what's, what we're doing here in Australia. And since then, we've had some fantastic growth in the organisation and the amount of business that the that the chapters are doing. And as I said earlier, they were, you know, we, we're doing over half a billion dollars worth of business per year. How awesome is that? And but it wasn't always the case. I think in the you know when you took it over, we might have only been doing about 200 million per year. So it's really escalated. Oh, actually, it was way less than that. It was more like 50 million. So, wow. uh, because uh, in 2007, not all chapters were recording closed business. There was only, it was only a small fraction and it took years for, for this closed business thing to just go right through all the chapters. And I remember uh, there was one chapter that had resisted this whole time. I remember, I won't <laughs> name the chapter because it's still, it's a really good chapter. But I remember <laughs> the very last chapter and I remember sitting with them going, hey guys, why don't you want to do this? And and they, and they I explained to them what it was once again and, and, and they looked at me and they went, Oh, is that all it is? That's a really good idea. And then they just <laughs> started doing it, you know. And uh, so, yeah, the process of change uh, has been amazing. But we went from we went from 50 million to 100 to 200, and now we're pretty consistent at half a billion dollars a year. And and I and I really believe that that that's not all the closed business. That's just what's recorded. What I find is a lot of the time because we've been doing this for over 20 years in Australia, a lot of our older members seem to resist that change. But if they know the why and how easy it is and why we're doing it, you know, they come across a lot easier than that. And, you know, I've, we've had changes where we learned how to do things better and people are going, what are you kind of trying to do, destroy our chapter? And I said, no, why would I destroy my own business? <laughs> you know, this is going to help you improve and this is going to make you more money. And and we give the why behind it and they tend to come on board and they go, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. But, but people resist change at, at you know, when at the start of it then and you know we've really got to actually give people the why when we're going to change something so um bni's big transition lately and um we've seen a lot of changes over you know your time in bni frederick so what's been um the biggest change besides bni online which we'll get onto very soon but uh what's been the biggest change over your time that you thought wow this is awesome okay so i know exactly what that is um it's about six years ago, I was at a national director meeting and I was sitting next to Ivan and um, and w- there was about 50 national directors at the time and we were listening to the CEO of Zappos, uh, which is a, an American shoe company. And um, the whole talk was about values. Yeah, and, amazing company. Yeah, an amazing company. And at the time, we, we had our values. We knew what they were, but we weren't really working it. We weren't really working our values. And I remember I was sitting next to Ivan and I looked at him and I said, hey, man, we, we, we've got to go to town on this. And, you know, it was it was, you know, it was like it was like it was like the penny drop. We, we haven't been working our values. We haven't been talking about our values. We haven't been 
you know, at the time I was thinking, wow, wouldn't it be amazing if our membership committees held the members accountable to our values? And since that day, I've, I've been talking about values. The EDs, Brent's been talking about values. All the leaders have been talking about values. And yes, the membership committees are holding people accountable to following and living and breathing our values. And I think that has been the, the most significant change, or for me, the most meaningful change in BNI over the last five years. Okay, great. So now we've really, you know, it's a big shift in the last few weeks. And we spoke about it last week that, um, that the global support team of BNI have really been all over our change since, you know, since Christmas, virtually, um, pre- preparing themselves for the online uh, take up through throughout the network. So, uh, how have you found that uh, on a national level uh, between because all our groups are, are now online in nationally, and what's been your feedback from members? Okay, so uh, before I talk about what ha- what's happening nationally, let me just share a few thoughts about what I've seen globally. Okay, um, because um, there's a daily affected countries call daily with all the national directors and that started quite a few weeks ago and i remember the first call that i was invited to because you know we weren't affected at first so we weren't invited to these daily calls the first call that i was invited to ceo graham see graham waymiller was talking and he said hey guys i know you're working really hard i know that you know but you need to look after yourself you need to take you know, mental health breaks, you need to do that. And I, I just couldn't believe what I was hearing. And it was like, imagine the on-ramp of a highway, but this highway was going a thousand kilometers an hour. And I just got onto this on-ramp and suddenly I was going a thousand kilometers an hour. Graham Waymiller and his team at Global saw this coming months ago. And they have been working, they just transferred all of the resources to dealing with this challenge. So what's happened is that when we became affected by this, everything was ready for us. And when just two weeks ago, when Graham said all the meetings have to go online, they were ready with everything. They had the, they had the templates, they had the process, they had experience. We had been, we had been trained on it already. And the, 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 what's happened is that uh, the Australian members have just taken this on. Um, within, in the first week, we trained everyone. And in the second week, everyone came on. It's been incredible. Um, and I promise you this, way at the beginning, CEO Graham saw this and his, the, the, the people at Global said, you're either going to be a hero or a zero, Graham, because, you know, he saw it so early that even people on his team didn't believe what was happening. Mm-hmm. But he he just pushed really hard to 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 make this happen. And I am so proud and, and pleased that 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 um, that this has been the case, because imagine if that wasn't the case, we would be all wondering what's going on. When are we meeting? Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, um, I, I hate to think. Uh, of what it would be like if uh, if that foresight hadn't been present with our leader. Wow, and and he he was, uh, I agree, he was well ahead of the curve 
on this and uh you know i was a little bit cynical as well at the start and wow it's it's inspiring and uh for for and this is the feedback we're getting from members they they are so glad that bni was ahead of the curve with this and you know they had something in place they can't believe we transitioned so quickly just so as, um yeah it's, it's an inspiring frederick, story just as frederick said that though i'm just it really hit home. What would my life be like if B and I just disappeared out of my life for three months, six months? I honestly can't imagine that world because my world is very much about B and I. I've got a, I've got a priority of things in my life. It's my family, it's my career, it's B and I, and in that order. And I can't imagine what it would be like for something to be taken away from me. So you're right, Frederick. I think. Being a, he's definitely come out a hero in this because it's kept everyone connected and business people, especially sole traders and people who work on their own, are absolutely relying on their weekly meetings at the moment. Well, people come for the referrals, and we said this last week, people come for the referrals, but they stay for the relationships. You know, they still need the referrals and the referrals still come out of that, but the relationships become a lot more important. And getting us through this is working those relationships and keeping those relationships going keeping that contact going with your fellow team. And that's really important here as well. So um, some of the stories we've heard going around of members helping each other have been absolutely amazing through these through this stage. And I shared a couple last week. Frederick, do you have any that, you've, uh, that you'd like to share that you've heard? Well, actually, I have a message uh, that I want to give the members. Um, over this next few months, uh, we're going to be able to help each other in a massive way and differently, okay? Um, we're all going to have to um, work on being very resilient because things are going to be a little bit different. And I can see already businesses uh, adjusting themselves um, to this new situation by creating new products. Uh, just Veronica, you were just sharing me how this catering company, they're preparing packages of, of ready-made you know, ingredients to, to build food, to, to make their own food. Yeah. There's all sorts of things that are going to be created from, from this. As you know, uh, you know, necessity is the mother of invention. Well, we're going to need to adapt. And, um, and so a lot of the things that we're going to create during this time are going to stick. Yeah. And, and it's going to stick. In B&I, for example, um, we're going to transform how we learn uh, over this. We already have. Uh, we're, we're, we're all going to build a new skill set. And so a lot of this is going to stick to B&I. Obviously, the face-to-face -face, face -face is, is, is critical and is, is, uh, is really uh, appreciated. However, um, learning is going to be different, I believe. I believe that um, that you know some of our face-to-face -face is going to be more meaningful, and that we, we can learn offline, and we can have activities and workshops and share face-to-face. Uh, uh, -face. Um, so I, I think that um, a lot of this is going to stick, Brent. I think that we're going to come out of this more resilient. I think we're going to come out of this nimble, uh, and 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 you know some of us are going to take some really hard hits. You know, I know that um, one of uh, one of my close friends in, in Perth, uh, her business is down to 20 percent, um, you know, and, and so it's going to be tough. But the government is 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 really uh, being helpful and and generous in allowing uh, us to um, 
to uh, you know work with the banks to to um, reduce the payments and and uh, and ride the storm and so that uh, when when we come out of this on the other side when we get back to the starting line we're not at the starting line yet but when we're at the start line of the road to recovery um, our network uh, our network of BNI is going to be really powerful for everyone and we're going to thrive really fast uh, through what we do together, helping each other through the hard times and helping each other through the road to recovery. That's one of the things I've been saying to people and talk to the people within your chapter. And if you think it's all, you know, doom and gloom or, or nothing, they, you know, by talking to those members and bouncing ideas off each other and communicating, you can find those new opportunities. And someone may have some great ideas how you can transform your business and adapt your business that you maybe haven't thought of. And we spoke about that in last week's podcast of Terence as well. We find it really useful to share those opportunities with the other members of your chapter. And that, you know, really keeping those, that contact with the other members of your chapter so you can just discuss those things. And, you know, we've seen meetings where people have been crying during the meeting and uh, it's really heartbreaking. So if we can help those people as well, if we're in a position, because not all of our businesses in our groups have been affected. Some of them are busier than ever. Mm. Um, in the groups in different industries, in the IT, in the telco industries, etc., they're absolutely flat out. Some uh, essential service industries, a, a great example, uh, and a great example of some in industries that are, are considered essential. We had a mechanic the other day, I was in a meeting, he said, well, I don't know where the work's going to come from. And I said, well, why don't you contact all your fleet clients who have got their vehicles mm. off the road and offer to go and pick them up and service them because the biggest, the hardest thing for a fleet is to get the vehicles off the road not working to get serviced. Yeah. This is an opportune time to do that with your bigger clients. So it's just, you know, thinking outside the square and sort of sharing those ideas with each other. And if you're talking to each other, communicating and doing those one-to-ones, a lot of those ideas will come out. So, Brent, you and I um, were in a meeting this morning for the directors and ambassadors and we were talking about how many people are still, even now, joining BNI. And, and while we've got Frederick here... Frederick, what do you believe is the greatest value that BNI can bring to someone who's thinking about joining BNI? Because I know that people are still joining, and you know it's obviously easier than ever to be part of a meeting. Mm, absolutely, um, um, you know, life with BNI is is about having uh, a group of people that you get to know that are in business, and and you help each other. Um, you know, and, and that's really powerful. You know, it's, it, it, you, everyone has a network right now. Everyone has a network. And imagine if you, if you create an even more powerful network where you have a diverse, a diverse uh, array of, of business people that, that you get to connect uh, with and get to know and get to, and get to like and get to trust. See, we, we talk about changing the way the world does business. What I want to see in the world is I want to see people doing business with, with people that they know, like, and trust. Okay? Um, that's what I want to see. Um, people that you know, people that you like, people that you trust. When I was in business uh, before B&I, um, I generated a lot of business be, because uh, I really like this guy, Tony. Tony Arrington. He... he uh, uh, I hope he's listening. Tony uh, is an IT guy, you know, and, and he was fascinating person. He was funny. He was great. And th we had this relationship and and 
that relationship generated so much business for each other because we wanted to find work that that would you know that we would work together and we were good you know we were amazing and and he was part of my power team you know um it's a concept in bni where where you know people get together build a relationship and 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 they uh they go find business opportunities uh together uh, they're not in competition. Their skills are, are compatible. He was a great IT consultant. I was a great financial guy. And together we would get amazing consultancies. Our first consultancy was a 50 grand job. Um, we went to a, a million dollar consultants working together. Um, so yeah, so that's what we want to see. We want to see uh, people doing business with people that they know, like, and trust. And so my, my biggest tip for, for people out there um, is, um, is ask for, for referrals that are a bit outside of the box, you know, like ask for referrals. Um, you know, if, if you need help or you know, someone that needs help, uh, ask for referrals, uh, from your chapter, uh, and from the people that you know, that are a bit outside of the box, because at this time we need to think outside of the box. Um, what are great ways to help other people? Uh, you know a lot of people right now that are hurting. How can we help them? How can we help them and, 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 and then uh, create some amazing uh, goodwill with those people? Because at this really difficult time, if you help someone, they'll never forget it. Mm. Yeah, absolutely so agree. So it's been fantastic to have you on today, Frederick, on our podcast. Thank you for coming on. Uh, any final thoughts you'd like to add before we sign off? Uh, look, um, um, thank you so much for having for, for having me. Uh, I just want to say thank you to uh, all the uh, all the amazing people all over Australia that are just you know having this mindset, uh, this amazing mindset that you know we need to we need to change what we do. I just want to you know thank so much uh, the Australian mindset, you know the can-do attitude that we have. Um, where we've just suddenly just boom, you know, um, 240 meetings a week online. Wow. Thank you so much, everyone, for, for embracing this change. And let's, let's do this. Let's, let's change the way the world does business together. And thank you for supporting our podcast series too because we're, the feedback from members is that, um, in fact, I got one message the other day that said, uh, love the podcast, please don't stop them. We really need them right now. And I thought, how, how beautiful is that, that um, nothing stops in B&I. The relationships always continue. So thank you for your support with that too. Awesome. Thank you so much, everyone. So, Brent, good job getting such a fantastic guest once again to come and join us on the podcast. Um, <laughs> hearing from our fearless leader, and I'm just—I've been writing some notes. You know, resilience. What a fantastic message to take away. You know, our values. Make sure that we um, work with people that we know, like, and trust. And remember, we're going to come out of the other side of this more resilient and, you know, flexible and adaptable. I, I just love that whole message. It's really important for us right now. Oh, for sure. And, you know, you'll find by and large that BNI members are fairly resilient and adaptable and they're ahead of the curve. And yeah. the reason why they're ahead of the curve is they were smart enough to join BNI in the first place. So yeah. uh, those members who are with us, you know, stick with us. You know, members, BNI membership at the moment is up between 60 to 75% cheaper because you're not travelling to the meetings, you're not paying meeting fees, 
and you're still keeping in touch with everyone. So keep that in mind when we're going through. So effectively, you know, all you're really doing is catching up and supporting each other and building those relationships. You can, you can, you know, draw on in the future. And when we come out of this, our members are going to be a lot stronger than when we went in, I'm sure. So my question for you this week hasn't come through um, one of the other members. It's actually from me. Uh, it's actually is, from Veronica from it is actually, today. It yes. is. <laughs> <laughs> this was something different. Yeah. Uh, my question to you is, if, if there's a member out there who has someone who's who was interested in joining BNI but never quite got to the meeting, I know our own meeting got cancelled. It was right on the cusp of all the changes. What would you say to that member to tell that potential visitor about BNI and why it is still such a fantastic organisation to join in these changing times? What would you tell that member to tell that visitor? I'd, invite, I'd give them the link to the online meeting and invite them along as a visitor and just come and meet our team. We're all online. All you have to do is log in. It's quite simple. Just click on the Zoom link and it'll take you to a web browser that will open it up. It's quite easy to do. Our, me our meetings are geared up for visitors. We have breakout rooms where visitor hosts can actually do a visitor orientation in there as well and they'll get to see the team working together and hear from everyone and I think they'll still be blown away by how organised we are in this environment as well. Well yeah uh, that's actually one of the things that Frederick mentioned too and you know, our meeting this morning that we had with the DNA team uh, our, our members themselves uh, are giving us feedback that the they love their weekly meetings. They love having that community to draw on. They know that they've got all the resources within that chapter in these ever-changing and uncertain times, having those resources is important. Relationships are now more important than ever because they're still ongoing and when all this clears up, they're going to be relying on those relationships. The positivity, the connection, the innovation that's available to them when they're talking to people, the ideas, and also, too, it's also a cheaper option at the moment because, you know, we're saving on breakfast fees even though we're not enjoying these beautiful breakfasts. But for the short-term time, there's actually nothing stopping us from connecting in a BNI meeting. Yeah, absolutely. And even people who, are, you know, have had to be uh, quarantine themselves at the moment or don't want to face the world or don't want to go out in the world, yeah. they can still join a BNI meeting from wherever they are as long as they have even something as simple as a mobile phone or their computer. Oh, Brent, look, thank you so much. It's just such a pleasure for me to be involved in the Australian Story podcast. This was episode nine. We hope that members and prospective members will uh, hear this and give us some feedback on our Facebook page. My name is Veronica and thanks again, Brent. We'll see you next week for episode 10. Thanks, Veronica. Thanks, Steve, and thanks, Frederick. We'll hear thank you, you everyone. Good job.